Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Um, just uh, all over the stupid stories, just nonstop. So I got another thing. It just got sent to me, and now it's all. Now it's kind of like confirmed news that that main shooter. It was what we said yesterday. I said I guarantee you this will probably have something to do with this dude in a relationship. And again, women handle breakups a whole lot different than dudes. You got to be careful, ladies, especially if you start talking about their dicks. That is a thing that I've actually witnessed when I worked at Tony Roma's when one of the waitresses broke up with a guy and then started to tell everybody it was because he had a small one. That dude's personality changed immediately. Like, he used to be kind of cool and nice and stuff, and then she started going, ah, screw that guy, he's got a little... And then she'd hold up her pinky. You'd ask, like, why'd you break up? And she'd just hold her pinky in the air. I'd go, oh, and then everybody laughed because it wasn't them. He ended up quitting. Meanwhile, there's other dudes on... Oh, right. God, man, I'm glad I didn't bone her because I'm not that big. She tells people. But yeah, she was dating him for a while, and then she threw up the pinky. And the dude became a different human being because he knew he was ridiculed. Penis size matters, ladies. You can say, oh, size doesn't matter. It does when it's little. Ask every guy with a little wiener. There's a pro athlete we knew that yep. had that reputation. I don't think he knew it. Little penis? Yeah. Who? It wasn't Sam Castell. <laughs> Don't act all coy now. You brought it up. I can't say. What sport? I won't say the name. What write sport? it down. I won't say it, but write it down. Who do we know that has a little penis? It's Dale Hellestray. It's got to be Dale. Nothing will get him there. Oh, yeah. And I don't think he knows. He doesn't know he has a small penis? Well, he, I don't think he knows it's known necessarily. Like, he's oblivious to that. I'll tell you right now. man with a small penis knows he's got a small penis. We're hyper aware of it. But then I don't know whether to believe that or not because you're hearing people saying that. Well, the guy's got one. Girls saying that, but the guy's still slaying at him. He's got. I tease Joe Coy because that one waitress told me he had a little one, and then he just he says he does. He says, I do. I'm like, do you? And he goes, yeah, it's not very big. And there's like a 30 minute bit in his act about how he can't do certain positions because it does it pops out. <laughs> Dudes with little ones know they got little ones. That's why there's like every day you open a internet thing. That's all Pornhub does. You got a small crank. And I feel so sorry for the guy in that ad that you have to wait five seconds for. Oh, yeah. And they show like that jerk mate little. Yeah. Jerk mate. You know. I'm going to talk to Brett for a minute, Brady. I'll be right back. So, yeah, when jerk mate comes on and they've got that salve. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Brady, you need to pop them. Jerk mate's a five-second ad. That's oh, true. It's true. It's a real thing. And, I, and it's, yeah. I'm very aware of Jerkmate. And I feel so bad because they had to hire a guy yeah. to be the model. And then there's a cartoon drawing of what can happen to you in 14 hours. Now, I've watched this. That's when I don't hit skip ad after five seconds. I'm like, hmm. Really? Well, because I want to see. better self-control than I do. It, well, Is Jerkmate available in a tube or a... And Jerkmate's know, not the product. It's oh, a okay. website. Jerkmate oh, helps okay. you get to certain... St- and maybe Jerkmate is a product, too. I don't know. I've only watched five seconds of the commercial. How much? But I just remember Jerkmate. Let me see. Yeah, pull it up there, Brett, and see if uh, Jerkmate will be the first commercial. That was Jerkmate moments. 
There's Maybe a lot of guys out there. By many, many men right now laughing at the idea that we all know what jerkmate is, but we're not quite sure what jerkmate is. But yeah, they have a, a real guy in the beginning of the jerkmate ad. The first five seconds are all that matter. That's where they've got to grab you on a porn ad. And it's a dude with just a little acorn, and he's going to tug on it. And you're like, oh, you got hired for this. And it he's, looks like homemade video, doesn't it? it like uh, the, the poor dude. And he's laying there, and he's got fuzz all over. Tiny little nub. And wow. then they show a thing. It says, it didn't grow like four inches in 14 hours. And I'm like, I am sold. I want to. <laughs> I just want to try that if it works. I think my skin's prepared for that. Sign me up. Put me in, coach. But dudes with little ones, no. Porn will remind you constantly that you don't have a good one. All the ads are for getting it bigger. And the, you know, the drawings. And then they show that monster of what the dude... Be- and that's a real guy, too. Before and after. Yeah, they have before and afters on Jerkmate ads. You jerk got the mate. pump on some of them. And you got, like, an air compressor hooked up to it and stuff. It's, oh. <laughs> Jerkmate. <laughs> I still am in the... Maybe it's an age thing. But I'm still in that thing where I'm like, I want to reveal too much of what I know. But when you just popped off with Jerkmate, I'm like, all right, this guy and I are on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we all know Jerkmate. Jerkmate. <laughs> Chatterbait is the worst thing that's ever happened because half the time when I go to skip ad, I accidentally missed the skip ad button. Next thing you know, I'm on a Chatterbait site. Ugh. And inevitably, right after that, I get the warning that my Apple iPhone has been compromised. And I just delete that. Come on, I'm busy. But yeah, uh, Jerkmate is a thing. Yeah, if you can, what did you, is it a website? It looks like it's, looks like it's cams, but it won't let me, it won't let me in just yeah, because of, our, of yeah. our, our stupid work won't let us go to Jerkmate. <laughs> Someone check it out for us. Yeah, yeah play <laughs> over a little jerk mate for me. But yeah, isn't so. that the one it's that a stalking uh, stuffer? Is that the one if you can't do it in thirty seconds? Uh, the little game thing that you're no, supposed. to? Okay. Yeah, that's the one. I don't saying. remember which one that one is. You're going to play a family that's game. It, that's it. Yeah. Going to make you. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> in thirty seconds. <laughs> a family game, and then it's the CGI lady yeah, with yeah. the huge ass yep. and whatever that tractor trailer truck that dude's hauling that's pushing it out and it's just this smooth you got to watch these brady brady you'd be hey, get interested. on it brady you'd be interested in the advertising now here's the thing i want to talk to my buddy louis moses about the advertising super genius there's a avenue to make these is that a is that a contract that like moses used to get in his old company for porn digital ads because these ads are thought out like there's a need for that's a big industry of commercials that yeah, you don't there think could about. Be, I mean, that's where the billions like come from. Um, some of those industries, there's a go-to one or two there places. Be, so there's a Scorsese. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, there has to be a, an advertising house. You know, like uh, yeah, Lavage, we can make this film for Lavage it. might have a little piece. Like there's places in yeah. Town, do we have anyone locally? Buyers and people that that do the work and get your ads. You know, they, it's Mad Men. There has to be a Mad Men type room for these ads like all right we'll show a guy a storyboard little tiny pp guy we need to hire one of those and then you have casting calls for little tiny pp guys but bottom line dudes with little ones know they got little ones because every time you go to the internet for porn for whatever else there's a study the average size in america is ask any guy what's the average size and what's the average penis says everyone knows the answer We've studied it. We pay attention. We want to make sure we are. That's why I always put my cell phone up against my wood to see if I'm still tipping out the top because then I'm normal. Nothing special, nothing less than special. I was blessed with a body that is off the rack. I I can go buy a suit right now. Don't have to do a thing to it. It's glorious. 
And same with condoms. I don't have to go Magnum. I could. Pfft. Waste of money and time. It doesn't unroll all the way. It might as well put a <laughs> pin on the bottom of it. Got a normal one. A zip tie on there. So I'm fairly normal. I'm constantly worried that it is that I'm wrong because that's what a man should be. Is, you know, always trying to be better. But I know it's not debilitatingly small. And there are guys out there with little ones. Which you, here, it's like, I mean, the micro sure. is just... But if a date is like this... Almost like a birth defect. Yeah, almost. it is. This Robert Card guy, you know, they're saying that it was all about... Uh, he wanted, they, they actually said that it was... Uh, he was going to try to kill the ex. They're saying that the whole thing was targeting an ex-girlfriend. Now, I don't know how long ago that was or what sent him off the edge or how long it's been, but some dudes can't handle that. And if you're dating a guy who's not normal and he's got some history and you break up with him and then start mouthing off about his wang and he goes into a mental institution and you've everybody knows. I got an email, this email here from this guy. Um, I won't even say his name just in case, but he goes, I've been listening to you since 2003 and in 20 years I've never felt the need to email you until today. I work nights. Uh, and I'm listening to the Thursday morning show, uh, early Friday morning, the opening segment about the main shooting rant and subsequential mental health talk. Uh, I wanted to tell you a quick story that I think affirms what you're saying about long jackets, as you were referring to hilariously and accurately. When I was 21, I lived in California uh, visiting my then pregnant girlfriend. I found out that she had been with another man. And in that moment of weakness, I lost control. I grabbed a glass photo frame and smashed it, took the broken glass and threatened to open my wrists in front of her. An empty threat. But I wanted to scare her. I wanted her to feel my pain. Rightfully, she called the police and they showed up. I told them what happened and to their credit, they handled the situation as well as you can. I told them they had no intention of hurting anyone else or myself, really. I just had a lapse in judgment, moment of weakness. They told me, get it, makes sense, but we got to take you in on a 5150. Crazy person call. Yeah. So hopefully you're not going to be in there very long, uh, but we got to follow the procedures because you have shown tendencies to snap. They took him downtown L.A. on a 5150 hold. He said the facility has two large circular bank safe-like doors you have to go through, and they are so intimidating. I had normalized at that point. I got in. The first thing I smelled was human poop. People were crapping themselves, having conversations with themselves in their little boxes. I felt like I was in a movie, and I immediately realized I effed up badly, and I did not belong here. I had to stay the whole night, locked up in a loony bin with the craziest that crazy has to offer in downtown L.A., the darkest, saddest moments of my life. The next morning, I got to tell my story to a nurse and a doctor who agreed that you know it was a momentary lapse of judgment, but I did have to start taking some medication and follow up with a psychiatrist. Uh, they did notice, though, immediately I'm not like the people there. From that point on, I realized my behavior will never boil like that again. I thought I went crazy until I got locked in a room with real crazy, and it changed my life. It's embarrassing. I never knew I wanted to be, or I, uh, I knew I never wanted to be in a place like that ever again. I'm 38 now. I'm married. I got two kids. I'm happy even with kids, if you can believe that. And I feel like my life could have gone a completely different direction. I'm grateful for the experience, as embarrassing as it was. And it helped me see that behavior like that will get you nowhere because I'm normal. Uh, So I appreciate what you guys were saying. Uh, Given the platform, we have a serious mental health issue, and it feels like we're not catering to people's weaknesses instead of handling them properly. I can only guess what's going to change, but something definitely does. Thanks for your time. I appreciate the show. Uh, I met you a couple times, and you were always cool. That's true. That's the truest thing you said the whole time. Take care and keep up the good work. And then he said, uh, I told him, I said, you, you did in, in one email what I tried to do in 30 minutes, talking about putting people in long courts more often and letting them know what crazy actually looks like. 
And uh, he said, it's not an easy thing to do on a fart show to talk about that. It also may be worth mentioning, I was listening to a lot of Shinedown at the time. So we discovered that Shinedown is uh, for people who are... How about that? Shinedown will tell you. I was like, sorry, you're having such a rough time. Like, I'm really enjoying my life. But this dude is a perfect example of that where a girl, O.J. Simpson, I mean, they have, they have a thing in law that uh, you can temporarily go nuts. A crime of passion, like, slows down... Your murder charge. Eh, you murder, her, but it's yeah, it's not as severe as if you'd have planned it. Like we understand it's basically the court system and other men going, We get it. It's not right, but I understand we've all lost it for a second or felt so miserable and whatever. You go a little crazy. The wrong crazy guy gets broken up with, sees that pinky finger in the air, or has a friend tell her, Yeah, I saw Amber the other day. How's she doing? Oh, she said, what'd you say about me? Dude, she's not real kind to you. You have a real good friend. I'd go to Brett and go, hey, your ex is bad-mouthing you pretty badly. We had it here in the building once. Yeah. Guy broke up with his girlfriend, and we had to tell him, dude, she's sending us your naked pictures. She created a website. She made a website before there was revenge porn. Yeah. She created a website with his dick pics. He didn't know about it. I thought he did. I went down the hall and told him. What? Please tell me that's not real. I'm like, Mark, I don't want to be the one that does this. (laughs) Sorry, that's his name. And it was a weird, crazy time. Pictures all over. And he had to get the law involved. I mean, that's enough to make a man crazy. And it was, she was trying to drive him crazy. And then what? You get the wrong, you know, disconnect. And the next thing you know. So that's what they're saying. This Robert Card guy was targeting an ex-lover. And taking out everybody in his way. That is, that's horrifying. Yeah, he killed 18 so far, injured 13. And they think it's uh, triggered by a domestic dispute, which police are now exploring possibly. Now, who knows if that's real or not. There's been a few stories that have come out. But if you have, yeah, and ladies, you need to recognize that. You can't, and guys too, you can't badmouth the ex. Just be nice. If there's an ex situation... Try to keep it, it as does seem more as prominent. A reaction like that is more of a male. It's reaction. a dude thing. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. We've been embarrassed. We've been kicked out of our masculinity. We are now neutered. I do not want your. Uh, Body. I do not want your machismo. I don't want any of your your. And that's why they're trying to neuter it, right? Yeah, and they're and then and then afterwards, and I'm going to cut them off big time. Toxic. Yeah. You were her knight in shining armor, and now she's like, I want another one. So you you fall into that. You know, men are competitive in that way. That's just a natural drive to, you know, the whole reason. Look, look up why your penis is shaped the way it is. It's to drive out the other guys. Yeah, it is. Like that's a truth. Like it has a certain shape to it to sweep out other potential, you know, baby makers. Scraper. It's yeah. Like a shovel. It's a back shovel. It's pulling out all the other guys. Go, no, mine are, mine are going in now. Into the hoe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a ho ho. Mmm, ho hoes. Sorry, Brady. But yeah, but uh, don't make fun of guys' penises. That's all I'm saying. That's the basics of it all. That dude, even emailing right there, said I was in a long coat for a night. Yeah, the dude broke up with his girlfriend, and now he's going on rants like that. You break up with a guy, be super nice to him. Some of you like dating those bad boys. You know? He's 
X this, and he's got all that. And you're trying to fix him. You're trying to see that he was a bad boy when he started. He's got, you know, maybe I had a little trouble with the law, and you like the whole look of it. But then when you break up with a bad boy, they become a crazy person. <laughs> you date a guy who's got disorders, and you break up with him, and the disorders show up. It's because you started dating a guy with disorders in the first place. He doesn't, he's a bad boy. Yeah, right. Be careful when you ghost. <laughs> Don't ghost a guy who's got PTSD, for Christ's sake. He's got all these problems, and I'm there to soothe him. It's that, you know, it's almost the, uh, you know, the alcoholic's wife, the, the ones who enable it. Like, I make sure, I'm, and they feel good about themselves. It's a woman's job to be nurturing, so when a dude's nuts. That's why they, you know, they stay in weird situations. Absolutely. Bad situations. They're the calming factor. They're the ones that can fix him. And they feel, you know, and that's a natural feeling. If someone was nuts and you're around and you're the only thing, and that's what those guys say, you're the only thing that keeps me sane. You're the only thing. And then they can't take, you know, take a swing at that chick. And the next thing you know, she's gone. It's throwing her pinky in there describing you. Then he's off shooting up a bowling alley. It's nuts. Don't badmouth your ex. Can we make that rule? KPD ghouls. Except for unless she was in the World Trade Centers. And then you could start saying, you know, we, we almost got out of this one. I'm not bad-mouthing her. I'm bad-mouthing Muhammad Atta. And it isn't her fault. I just didn't want to buy my own house back for myself. That's when you... St- and there's another thing. Money. Well, I'm You saying- start looking, you got to split your stuff in half when somebody doesn't like you anymore. And they get real, you know, vicious and vindictive about what's theirs and what's yours. And now you're fighting for not only your, you know, uh, your masculinity and your feelings of virility you're fighting for your stuff dudes can't we're not good at that it's a harder starting over yeah i always say it a divorce semantics people don't hear it but it's out there a guy gets divorced people say what did you lose a woman gets divorced to say what did you get that's semantics but that's a very real thing that's a perception that people have she took him for everything she got half he lost half that's a big thing and I know there's a lot of ladies out there going, why had that happen? Yeah, you're, you're in the minority of the ones who end up losing half. Most of it is, you know, dudes getting crushed. And it weighs on your brain. Stop being mean to your exes. How about that? Let's have a nice, let's start breaking up nicely. We're going to start living to be a thousand years old. No way marriage is going to continue on the way it is. We live too long. You're probably going to have two or three in your life. You're on two. I'm on yeah. two. Brady's working on it. Who knows what you're going to end up doing? <laughs> but it goes on too. You live to ninety. You got to stay with that person for sixty years. That's insane. So more than likely, statistically, it seems like uh, you're going to break up. Sometimes it, it must get easier when you when you get to sixty five or seventy. You got too much to lose. Not only that, but I mean, you must understand. It's like, yeah, this is where it is. Yeah, I'm my, fine, and I'm fine with it. My dad told me a story about one of his best friends growing up. I was talking to him, and he goes, "You remember Howie?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Ah." I'm like, "How old? How is that guy?" He's like 77. I'm like, "Oh, going through a divorce." <laughs> Jesus Christ! What 77, happened? 77. Just give it up. He started posing some lady at the VFW. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, and his wife hated sex because she's 75. She's like, oh, I don't want to do that with you anymore. And he got up. He got wood. Still, he's 75. He wants to use it. Somebody acted interested in it when you're 77 and someone's interested in your peanuts. You're like, this is not normal. I'm using it. It's like finding M&M's. I'm eating these. 
You can't walk into somebody's house, see a jar of M&M's and not go, oh, are those for everybody? <laughs> That's the same thing when your dick works when you're in your late 70s. Like, can I, can I put this somewhere? I got to park this. It's running. Got a boner garage but he up got there. Caught. Don't hold it hostage. He got caught. He's just miserable. He's 77. I got to start. I'm lo- you lose half at 77. Ouch. But it's his own fault. But at the same time. Most guys that age are like, I done. and that's probably why our dicks stop working at a certain age to keep us out of trouble. But Viagra came along and made us problematic until we're 80. <laughs> that's troubling. Anyway, be nicer to your exes. How about that? Let's make that the new rule. I have a, I've, I've said it for a long time. You can say guns are the problem. You can say mental health is a problem. I think it's relationships. And we don't know how to do them right. We do a bad job of getting out of them. And, the, and we got too many people out there that have never felt a bad day. Thanks, moms, because they've been on pills since they were eight years old every time they had a rough go. He got broken up with, so we took him to a therapist, and they put him up. They had these numbing pills that never made you experience adversity. It's, you, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, you have to feel the pain of a heartbreak. You have to feel it. That way you know, okay, I've been through this a couple of times. This isn't so bad. I'll get out of it. Because when you, the first one. It feels like your life's over. Yeah, you won't see it right away, and you no. hear it from people. Oh, that's you, first You're going to get through this. Yeah. I know you're not seeing no, it right I'm not. now. I'm not. And the stupid crap people, she's the one, and he's the one, and those stupid, nobody's the one. There's seven billion people on the planet. She's the closest one. If you move to Wichita, there'd be a one there, too. There's a one where it's just geographic. You're going to end up with a the one, and it's not placed here by some deity just for you. Ask 60% of the divorced people in the world about their one. That's why I love weddings. But you make me a better person. You're, I knew the minute I met you, you were sent here for just me. And then eight years later, that bitch took half. I well, I thought she was the one. She was sent here and by God. a lot God. of uh, cultures a early on, too, the deity was the uh, head of the house. Uh, look, you're going to marry this person, this family right, right here. Right, yeah. And those are arranged to get your head cut off. If you, This guy might have something, though. I like his name. Did you say? I'm not going to yes. say his name. But he's got a good name. He goes, ah. <laughs> you, Holmberg. My ex cheated on me and gave me herpes. <laughs> that bitch. I'm like, all right. Hey, you got to read it. You're right. Why be nice to her? Well, in that case, I understand. She brought herpes home? She gave you the bumps. It's, ah. uh, you know. All right. In cases like that, he's right. <laughs> that bitch. But the don't go shooting up French a bowling chicken. alley. That's a roughie. Literally. Handing over there. <laughs> Sandpaper rough. Get the built-in French tickler. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is hard to be nice to your ex when that happens. But you listen to the radio, and I know I gave you herpes, but we're supposed to have an amicable split so you don't go shoot up a bowling alley. Well, you did what now? Gave me what? You bitch. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know how to tell that guy. Yeah, that, that guy is... Sorry, bro. But yeah, it is weird, though. That first break, you just need to have your kids not on pills every time they have a bad day. That's why the single father problem... Has lived in my brain for 25 years. I was nervous about it when I saw baby on boards. So I'm like, uh-oh. They're letting everybody know it's my job to take care of their kids. That's what baby on board said to me when I'm driving on the road. I'm like, so what? Baby on board. There's people inside your car all the time. Why am I going to protect your kids now from my? Nope. Baby on board was the first sign. It's like, because no dad would allow a baby on board. That's a single mom driving around. Everybody else. My life's the most important, and I've got precious life in the backseat. You make sure you're doing it right. I'm not raising your kids. 
Kurt Vesely would always see those signs. He'd be like, God damn baby on board side. <laughs> baby behind the goddamn wheel is what it is. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly. And that was when single moms became perfect at their jobs, nurtured like crazy, and never let their little angels have bad days. You, I got a black eye in baseball, and I remember I was my mom coddled me all day. I had a I split my orbital bone a little bit. Fourth grade, I had this big. I got pictures of me holding Teddy in bed, laying with Teddy in this big shiner. And my mom's like, "It's just terrible, but you know what? You're going to be all right." Coddled, bringing me cake and candy, and I'm laying in bed with a black eye. It's not like I couldn't walk around she treated me like i had cancer my dad comes home flicks it with his middle finger and he's got a hell of a shiner there kid dan why would you he's fine it's a black eye get out of bed teddy and and i put teddy down and i'm like he's right it's a black eye why am i laid up he flicked it (laughs) and he just laughed and then i gotta remember that you know when i was eight my dad was 32 he was he was a kid flicked a kid in the ow yeah you son of a bitch (laughs) He's had shiners before. Yeah, he's had them. He knows it's nothing. You got a bruise on your face, you baby. But I'm laying in bed for for that's, hours. That's the uh, oh. quality of both sides. Yes, you that's the, the balance. And yeah. you get to, but without the dad, I'd have laid there with that black eye going, this is maybe the worst thing that I don't ever know how to deal. I don't think I know how to get out of this without constantly being nurtured, constantly being given things. My mom was great about that. Marcy would come in there and I would say, Mom! She'd come down the hall, are you okay? No. I can't see. Well, yeah, because you get got a bruise in your eye. Your eyes close, you jackass. I want to watch TV. So she'd make the couch, new blanket, and bit with some food. Dad comes home. Within seconds, that middle finger, punk, that big, th- ah, what'd you do that for? She got a bruise in her face. What are you laying down for? Pussy. Go to school. I missed school for a day. They called my dad at work. I missed it for a black eye because my mom was like, it's terrible. I missed the next day of school. My dad came home, flicked it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it was a bad hop, though. I remember that. Setting up perfectly and hit a rock. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, they don't have grass. All their baseball fields are desert. You had to clear rocks out like crazy. This one took me out. Dead punch right in the eye. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. I I mean, I I rolled out of the top bunk, and I was lucky to have my. I mean, I hit my. Oh, you smashed in the face, And uh, Torp didn't flick it, did he? No, he didn't flick it. He was the one that first came in because I still was asleep on the floor. <laughs> you didn't even wake up. I mean, like, oh, I must have woken up for a second, but That's I just went back to sleep. unconscious, Brady. That's not sleeping. You were knocked out. <laughs> your, your rose-colored glasses have made it so you weren't abused. Yeah, you, you were in, had a severe concussion and knocked out. And this may explain the three-word sentences. You were never treated. <laughs> I'll just sleep here then. Yeah, kids who fall out of bed and smash their face into the bedpost underneath very rarely just get comfy again on the ground. You were out like a light. I just went right back to sleep because, you know. You were knocked out. Comfortable. <laughs> you didn't think about that, did you? You were knocked out. Nobody treated you. Probably. Probably. <laughs> if you wake up with bruises, you were knocked out. You don't You don't stay sleepy. I got the- <laughs> up, and I'm like, I'm not climbing back up there. Yeah, because you were dizzy. Sleep on the you floor. Knew, you fell down. You, no, you were knocked out. I had Puffy with me. Jesus Christ. How rose-colored can they get? You do realize the human body just doesn't go, ouch. 
Oh, my face is all bruised up. Well, I'll just go down here then and sleep. That's going out cold. That's having a concussion. You lay down immediately. <laughs> That's nice. Your brother didn't wake up? No. And you were bruised? I just had, I had black eye. You had yeah, a black lay, eye from yeah. falling out of a double bunk. Hitting the floor. And you thought it was normal to just be continue sleeping on the floor. You don't see Oh, that we didn't as, think it was normal. We know, you know. Did people come in? Yeah. My, oh. dad, my dad heard it. And came in. And you were out on the floor? Up. Yeah, I was laying on the floor. And did he wake you? Yeah. You were out cold. Yeah. <laughs> you knocked yourself out. And they just let you stay there. No, they didn't. He woke me up and we got me. Oh, did they put you back up? Um, that I don't, I don't, don't mean I went back to it. sleep. I understand. It's, not, it's insane, Brad. We have to fix his memories. That's probably the worst thing you could have done after that massive concussion you're describing to us right now. There's a few dandies. Sleep it off, boy. You didn't flick your eye, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a story that you're telling. You look like you bounced a slightly out. different shiner. Yeah. It is a feather bed right onto our beautiful floor, and I just stayed there until I regained consciousness. Did Nathan Sutherland take care of you while you were down? I bet you woke up with a black uh, <laughs> attendant behind you. I know my rear was really sore. Yeah, sure of it. Sure of it. Anyway, just be careful. With the, uh, if you meet a guy and he's, you know, and you're with him and you like him, and guys, this goes for you too, and you're on one of them coffee dates from the internet, goes well, you end up taking her to Toco Madero, you have a nice night out, maybe you roll over to Beckett's table, keep it a little bit more casual, but still really good food. By the way, great food. Grilled cheese coming up. Grilled cheese season's right around the corner. Best in town. Southern Rail, Beckett's table. Boom. You can go home and start messing around on the couch. This dude's got it in his mind. I'm going to break out the micro penis here. And she's thinking to herself, I hope it's good. When it reveals, ladies do a pretty good job of that, though. Faking it? Yeah. Nurturing. Yeah, they're nurturing. They don't. They like you enough to trust that your pants are out. They're not just going to go, never mind. Same with us, though. When we see that Arby's Big Montana down there, Ooh. we don't just get up and leave. We want to. Just like you ladies probably want to leave. Baby peen. It's uh, it's me. It's not you. Every girl, I just, I've, I'm just not yeah. feeling it. Every girl I've ever talked to has said that size doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. I'm like, what if it's really small? Well, it can't be really small. Well, then size matters to the guy who has a really small one. Poor bastard. But it's the same guys too. If you oh. see the barbecue down there, you're out. But we don't say size doesn't matter. No, 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 no. no, no. Size matters. The, yeah, if the barbecue is hanging, <laughs> it matters. Oh yeah, that thing better be yeah. If Stallone's practicing his boxing moves <laughs> yeah. down there. Ooh, you know? <laughs> the news is filming yeah. Sylvester Stallone hitting the side of beef. You know, I had a big fight with Apollo coming up, so I came in here. You know, you're not in the meat locker, right? What? Where am I? You're between the legs of a pig. Hey, oh, yeah, you look like a side of beef. I'm sorry, ma'am. Hey, Rock, you've been hitting on that vagina the whole time. What's going on? You think Apollo's a pussy? <laughs> Yeah, lady size matters to us, so you guys can say it back. It's true. But don't brag about it to other guys, because remember that overnight girl we had for a while that talked about how big her boyfriend's oh, wiener God, was? That's and right. I remember the day it stopped, and I was like, you know, all you're talking about is how big your vagina is now. What are you talking about? You talk about taking that huge schlong all the time and how you love it. You're just painting a picture for me that that garage of yours is just torn up. Yep. <laughs> The tundra. A big tin shed. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Luke's on a tauntaun walking across the bottom of that thing. 
I was going to add a third stall to the garage, but I'll just keep my bikes in there. <laughs> There's an ad at. We better sleep here. <laughs> what are you talking about? You talk about having the propensity to take giant wangs. It's not appealing to, for your future. You better lock that down because you're wrecked. And then when she asked me to pray with her, I'm like, I know what this is about. Oh, no, it wasn't. Did she ask you to pray with her? Yeah. Oh, because the ghosts in the building? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> she had ghosts and said, Brady, will you help me pray these away? Isn't that part of God's plan? I threw out? a couple extra prayers. Did you bomb at her? First, some Did you help her out? Yeah. You Re- prayed that the- Recovery, pray the- for recovery. <laughs> and her vagina that shrinks back up. <laughs> God, could you stitch that up a little, please? Walking around with her Lone Ranger sidearm and stuff. Yeah, her vagina probably got blown out so badly the night before that spirits from another dimension came out of there. Slimer came out of there. Like when they dug the holes in Poltergeist. (laughs) Slimer was in there a lot. But when the skeleton started to pop up and they dug the pool in Poltergeist, that's the... Oh! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I'm the lost Dutchman! Trapped in a mine. That wasn't a mine. What the hell? It was so roomy. <laughs> How come everyone has headlamps on? It's <laughs> <laughs> Windfall Willie walking out. Right. He's like a little Thai soccer team in there somewhere. Look, ladies, size matters to us. We can make fun of it. You can make fun of it. Just don't do it like after you break out. Just try to keep it cool. Somebody gives you herpes, though. That's a tough one not to start pointing that guy out. But then you got to admit you have them. That's the problem with herpes, is that you want to tell the world, that girl has herpes. How do you know? Because I have them too now. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, crap, she got me. <laughs> Oops. Oops, damn it, uh, reveal. Anyway, we need to be better at, uh, you know, it's been ages since, you know, if you believe in Adam and Eve or just the first two folks that got together, we've never been good at it. It's getting worse than ever. And that whole Maury Povich, I don't need no man to help me raise my kids. It's like the worst thing that ever happened to society. <laughs> Women do a good job, but it isn't the way it's supposed to go. Both have balance. Now, on that, f- every guy, it's got to be 98% on that. Well, if it's mine, I will take care of it. Right, but you take care of it financially. But of course that's what a guy does. A guy thinks financially is what you do. Like they yeah, don't realize I mean. the role is flicking the black eye sometimes. Black eye, black eye. Flicking the <laughs> black say, ocular situation. Flick it. You got to flick a black guy every once in a while. <laughs> it's true. My mom would have turned me out. You know, I'm still sort of a pussy. My mom would have turned me into a massive one if my dad wasn't around. I had a broken leg when I was two years old, and he made me walk it off before we went to the hospital. I was two. I could barely walk anyway. He and his dad held my hands in the Hooks drugstore parking lot in snow. Walk. <sighs> my leg was broken. They didn't know it. You'd have been a dancer in Taylor Swift's tour, Ares tour. A strong possibility. Because when, when I was with <laughs> I tap dance because yeah. my sister won all sorts of awards. I'm like, it's with all the trophies. I don't have any. Your sister does a lot of tap recitals. They give her a trophy every time. I'm like, grab me some of them loud shoes. We're doing this. Went down to Miss Pat's tap dancing thing. Hello, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. She turned into Gregory Hines. So, yeah. Yeah. I was down there. Tap- well, the first day I was there, uh, you had to partner up, and this girl touched me. And I'm like, I don't need touching. I didn't know we were going to do a lot of physical activities. And I left. Gross. I didn't like it. Ran to mother. My dad, however... Did not go to my first day of tap class. 
Shocking. I'm not going to that. Oh, no. I just know he was at home drinking that night. We're taking John to Miss Pat's. He's going to do some tap. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> there's a couple of arbitrary oh. <laughs> sandwiches that Brett just pulled up. Why did you do that? I was I was remembering my tap dance. Thank you, Jeremy. I went to two. We paid for five. I went to two. Hello, neighbor. I remember the, hi, neighbor. And then you had to go shake hands with the person next to you and do like a tick, 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 tick with your left foot. And then that girl put her hand on my shoulder. I'm like, I don't like this at all. And then I had to go home and tell Dan he doesn't want to tap dance because a girl touched him. Oh, no. Walking around in my sister's softball shirts. Ah, It was dangerous. If it wasn't for Dan, who knows what would have happened. Standing in a closet with future gay Mark Cassius with her peepees out, showing them to my cousin. (laughs) It was the buddy hole, we called it. We'd go in the buddy hole and tell secrets to each other. I don't think we ever showed each other our penises again until... My cousin Kelly got involved in the buddy hole. But he went on to be a homosexual. His dad died when he was young. And uh, I had Dan keeping me from that train. I wasn't enjoying it. I kind of knew the cousin part wasn't right, and I certainly didn't want to see Mark's dingling. I didn't like that. But I could have been a hell of a tap dancer, that's for sure. We'll see it tonight at Night of the Thing You Did. And here, tap? After all that, I got to send pictures of my, to my dad tonight of me in the heels and the dress. You were right. I already knew that. <laughs> I got something to tell you. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song. What do you got over there, Brett? All right, wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Uh, this is the weekend to get that bike all ready for the trails because the weather is getting nice out there. Get it all tuned up and ready to go over at Action Ride Shop. Mention KUPD. Get yourself 10 bucks off. Plus, they got all kinds of bikes on sale right now. And uh, if you're getting ready for wintertime, new gear is arriving daily. And tons of markups on uh, last year's gear as well. So actionrideshop.com or just go visit the boys down there in Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list. Well, by the way, Scott Haynes has made the point that said, uh, I'm surprised Brady's uh, child, Lil CPAP, didn't just unfurl and then bounce him right back like a bungee cord up into bed again. That's true. It would have saved me. Baby CPAP would have slowed your fall before your... And, he's, and Scott Haynes is like 5'4". You met him. He's short. Yeah. And he, he even said, he goes, it isn't fair that penis size average doesn't change with height as it's relative to height. He said, because I'm a 1% undesirable height, which is true. We did that story a couple of weeks ago. But my penis is normal male growth, so it looks like a porn star. But even then, that's disappointing because visually it's probably stunning on your little tiny body. But it's just nothing but a, a, a reg. So a girl might see it and go, whoa, he's huge. But then a girl that sleeps with a guy who's 5'4", she's got problems to begin with anyway. So she, she, That's true. You know that. No woman ever says, My dream man is just under 5'5". Five five. It's never been a sentence in a woman's life. He works out. I think uh, Scott might go out with uh, girls that keep him in a Bjorn. You know, oh, yeah, really no. tall. Very mothering, yeah. <laughs> I've not met Scott's wife. She's an angel, though, because she's basically got a make-a-wish husband. <laughs> five four is nobody's like you fall in love with a five four guy every day you wake up and go god damn it this happened to me this is not part of the plan honey can you get that for me it's on the second shelf oh christ dating an eighth grader it's got like the boosties the blocks on his on his feet like short round in indiana jones <laughs> walks around with two uh giant uh tomato stewed tomato cans in the house so we can reach the top shelf 
Short round. Yeah, 5-4 is... Sorry, Scott. That's not... No woman puts that in her... I like him little. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so he had to overcome. And he did. Got himself a wife, and she seems to like him. It's possible. Jacked up on roids. No, he's all juiced up. <laughs> he doesn't have very hard to push the weights, though. It's real easy for him to work out. <laughs> His squats are like nothing. It's like... He's big. Got that Kia Soul. He's rolling. Oh man, he's big. well. The, he sits. The, he has to face the other way though, because the state doesn't allow him to ride in a car unless he's in the seat. <laughs> so he never drives. His wife puts him in his seat in the back. He never sees forward in the car. Uh, what do you? What do you got? All right, uh, Metallica, Chevelle, Pantera, Mushuga, uh, Pantera again. Uh, Bullet from my Valentine, Soil, Megadeth, Drowning Pool, Anthrax, The Biscuit, Saliva, ACDC, and The Death Punch. Oh, my. Well, Pantera, who's not on our Night of the Singing Dead this year. They really? were last year. No. We, we, mix, we mix it up. But you might as well do it. Pantera's hollow. Because uh, they would fit right into tonight's show normally. We have a Pantera song in there. We did it. We did that. We got a good list, though. It's a fun, it's a fun group. We'll see. I can't wait to break Ike out. Ike Turner's going to make an appearance, and I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see how you're going to do that. It's going to be pretty neat. It's a visual effect you're going to be blown away by. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Very expensive, too. Very expensive. I had to wreck a pair of socks. I'm just going to let you know. That'll be the first thing you know. Now to go shopping for Kennedy tomorrow. <laughs> Got a couple of things I need to pick up. I don't have an American flag pendant. I might just wear my Ernie Banks 14 for the last time ever. Uh, and at 8 o'clock this morning now, we know Channel 10 is going to run that thing on me switching from the Cubs to the Diamondbacks thanks to my big mouth. And Troy Hayden came over and I played cameraman with him and we filmed some of the items. I, I had just broken out all my Cub stuff. The minute I got home after the whole debacle of my big mouth saying if they made the World Series, I'd switch to be a Diamondbacks fan and get rid of all my Cub stuff. I didn't realize how much Cub stuff I had. This was just one sweep through a drawer and I put it out, and I'm looking, and I'm like, and these are a couple. Of, and today in the office, I saw two more pictures. I forgot are in there. One's behind the couch. I'm like, oh, yeah. I There's saw a, that yeah, one. Yeah, it's like, oh, no. How like, many jerseys? Uh, probably about 18 or 19 jerseys. And uh, some are clunkers. Like, I got a Derek Lee. Got a Fukudome, too? No, I did not get D. a Fukudome. D. Lee is a clunker. For Cubs, he won the championship with the Marlins. I know. He was with the Cubs for a little bit. He's a good player, but, you know. Yeah, I have a few. I have a few. The Zambrano one, which I was super excited about. I thought he'd be a Cub forever. And it's, it, There's some bad stuff. Or, or Ramos Ramirez. But you got to have some good stuff. Some Sandbergs. And... I got an old Sandberg. Okay. That's a weird one, though. It's not like an authentic Super Cub jersey. I got a Chris Bryant. I got a Baez. I got the ones that I thought were going to last forever. Santo? I have Santo stuff. I don't have a Santo jersey because Santo was number ten. So my idol, Dave Kingman, was number ten. The uh, Leon Durham too, and Leon Durham was number ten. Yeah. Oh, so the uh, got I a Sutcliffe. Know. I don't have a Sutcliffe. That was one I always thought about getting. But again, that's a celebration of failure. They didn't do anything. It was yeah. sixteen and one. They lost to the Padres. They brought nothing but pain to my life for the most part. So this switcheroo is probably a pretty nice thing. If they win the World Series, I'll get the tattoo on the air. Oh, terrible. But yeah, so that'll we'll, we'll, we'll break into the Brady Report to see the Channel 10 thing of me hanging around my house with Troy Hayden 
looking at stuff. So if you want to tune in and help out our friends at Channel 10, that's what radio does for TV now. It used to be the other way around. Uh, it's Pantera. It's hollow. Night of the Singing Dead tonight. Maybe we'll break it out. we got a couple of Pantera songs. If it's going well, we'll pump out a couple extra. We haven't worked on it, so it will stink. But so what? Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.